0: Log
1: Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Coach's Corner. I'm Coach Andrew Poritz from Ingenuity Coaching. I help people discover and fulfill their passions and greatness. My mission to inspire and challenge you to dream big dreams, and with my coaching, help you to manifest those dreams into reality. You can visit my website at www.myfuturecoach.com and follow me on Twitter at Coach Andrew. If you're listening live and you have a question, the phone number here is 646-929-2893. If you call in, you'll be able to listen to the show on the phone, and if you press the number one, I'll know you have a question. We also have a live chat room right on the show page where you can feel free to join in and post questions. My guest tonight, Kathleen Day, is a personal organization educator, coach, and consultant, She specializes in eliminating overwhelm and chaos from life. Through the medium of various educational webinars, programs, private coaching, and on-site options, she teaches that organizations can, in fact, be learned. Individuals, entrepreneurs, busy moms, and those who just plain old lost their mojo experience major benefits through her unique yet common sense curriculum. If you have the commitment, she has the tools. You can learn more about Kathleen Day at www.lifesmithu. That's the letter U. dot com. dot com. Kathleen, are you with us?
2: Hi, Andrew. Yes, I'm here.
1: Excellent. I'm really uh, glad to see you. To see you here on the radio.
2: Thank you. Thank you. I'm really thrilled to be here. Very exciting.
1: So, where are you calling in from tonight?
2: I'm in the Catskill Mountains.
1: The Catskill Mountains, they, they. I say! Yes, when yes. I think of the Catskills, I think of old time comedians.
2: Oh, I know, I know. It used to be a really a thriving industry here. It's kind of reduced, but um, still a beautiful country.
1: Oh, that's great. So, uh, you know, I'm really uh, very, for me, it's very good to hear somebody who teaches things like over, uh, how to deal with overwhelm and chaos and. Organization, because it's certainly an area that uh, I could use uh, uh, work in myself.
2: Uh, it's been a blossoming industry for a couple of decades now, as as the twenty first century has encroached uh, with all the massive waves, not just like the it, clearly the more uh, the incredible amounts of information that's available. Mm-hmm the channels that that has to get to us. It's like you can't turn off your access. We're exposed to about 20,000 messages a day. Whether mm. they're on the computer, the television, the radio, uh magazines, newspapers, we're bombarded with information and a lot of that has that shiny bauble effect. So people are trying to just deal with their lives and uh the way I talk about it is we we haven't quite evolved to figure out what to ignore. Mm-hmm. We're still trying to not just embrace everything, but bring our sense of perfection to stuff. So um, it, it gets overwhelming, and there's just no way out of it unless you can start to hit the pause button. So that's mm. where I come in.
1: Now, do you find that people tend to be more reactive uh, when it comes to messaging that comes in, all these things that happen
2: um here's what i think i think it just has become part of life
1: mm-hmm.
2: i think that it's so part of life it's so transparent that we it's almost like it's you don't notice it you just take it for granted but right. that doesn't mean that it isn't having an impact
1: well by by reactive i mean you know where where i know that if i get an email i i'm getting better at it but i've 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 long felt like oh I have an email I have to respond. It's like I have a phone call I have to respond. I'm getting a text I have to respond. So I'm reacting to this thing is going off and t- talking to me and controlling me.
2: Yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh I think until you start to feel the pain of that mm-hmm. how how that is going to is really taking you away from areas that are important to you, areas that you that started out on your to-do list that day, um when you get really connected to the impact and pain that letting that distraction pull you in
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, has on your life, then you could start to say, Okay, I'm gonna make a few changes around here. But you gotta you, you have to notice it to begin mm-hmm. with. And again, that's where that's where my philosophies and strategies and curriculum um, I think it's actually different than a lot of the mainstream um, systems out there for be- getting organized.
1: You know, well, um, I definitely want to say how so, but before I get to how so, I wanted to get an idea of like how did you get to this place? What what brought you into this industry?
2: Uh, I like to tell this story. I um, it, It's a talent. It's definitely a talent. Uh, when I was in, I can't remember if it was the first grade or the second grade, but somewhere in there. I decided to create a 48-hour schedule for child care and household maintenance for my mother, Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, I just had a, I have an eye for it, and (laughs) I'm sure she never instituted a single suggestion, but it really hasn't stopped me. I I want to make life easier, I want to eliminate the learning curve, I want to, reduce the chaos. I want to transform people's relationship to the enormity of what there is to get done.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Um, And uh, it's it's been my, the undercurrent of every position that I've held in life, Um, whether really it was in the job description or not. uh, I started out in Wall Street, part of the, uh, one of the Largest databases, financial instrument databases in the world at that time,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, just helped to develop that. So, user interface: how do you take all the information, simplify it, create the type of screen where people can both do data entry and the big muckety mucks can come in and press a few buttons and get what they need. Um, I've been a, <clears throat> I was a sales and design trainer for a major closet company about eight years and uh, went in and rewrote their training manual for their field designers because there was a complexity to it and a lot of missing pieces that I saw, so I literally cut their learning curve in half. Wow! Uh, Kitchen designer, event management, private clients, uh, and private clients I work with everything from clutter to house staging to... um, I, I work with small business owners. My, mm-hmm. my favorite field: uh, people who are really out to not just earn a living, but make a difference in the world. So mm-hmm. I work with, to create strategies and structures for productivity.
1: Well, that sounds fabulous.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And now That's I so. want to get to the uh, to how to the how so like how so what is it that you say differentiates you from what you say is out there.
2: Yeah, well, most mainstream systems start with the notion that if you have, and uh, let me rephrase that, most mainstream philosophies and strategies uh, start with the premise that if you've got the proper system, like if you've got a good filing system, Mm -hmm. your personal organization is going to be improved. I don't start there. I start with how do you think about system. I mean, how does of, the,
1: the individual person think about it?
2: Yeah, what's mm-hmm. your approach? What's your mindset? Right. What has you not do it mostly? Uh, that's really when I get into the if if it's psychological at all, it's got I start with what do you, how come you're not doing what you're not getting done? Cuz what we don't get done is where the chief complaints are. You don't really hear people complaining about, oh, I play too many video games, except in relationship to what it had them not get done. Mm. So I work with people in a couple of ways. Um, the one thing is I really, I'm really i old-fashioned, and I I'm really out to have the planet return to a particular kind of sensibility, which is having time on your hands so that you can be with people, so that you can be patient, so that you can be kind, so that you can pay attention to details,
0: Mm
2: -hmm. stop and smell the roses, so to speak. So um, I start out with the notion that uh, our lives started out with what I call the boring ratio, when what we had to do was not equal to the amount of time we had to do. We had all this time left over. We were Mm -hmm. bored.
1: Remember Mm -hmm. that?
2: actually a goal of mine to be bored someday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow.
2: Yeah. Then life kinda of moves into this ratio of what there is to do pretty much fills up the day, but it's a nice balance. And by balance I don't mean uh by balance I do mean uh not uh, equal amounts of things, but really a appropriate blend, of, uh, a satisfying blend of, of all areas of life. That's what I mean by balance.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So at a certain point in our lives, and for various people, it lasted various amounts of time, but there was what I call the one-to-one ratio, where what there was to get done was able to be done in the amount of time we had.
0: Mm.
2: There were moments of boredom and moments of pressure and overwhelm, But for the most part, we had time. Then there's this influx of information, channels of of how it can get to us, uh, you know, what I'm talking about, whether it be Facebook, tweets, IMs, everything, Mm -hmm. Skype, every different way, television, radio, Internet, all the different ways that information can access us. um, And more demands more work, more activities, more shiny baubles, Mm -hmm. and it has become what I call the 21st century ratio. Where our to-do lists are much larger. They they can never fit into the 24 hours in a a day, the 168 hours in a week. So I just start from there and have people begin to hit the pause button, get off the automatic decision-making process,
0: mm-hmm.
2: add some layers of maintenance, which is what I call the nirvana of personal organization, is simply putting stuff back where it belongs, tending to the small stuff, managing the things that are important on a regular, ongoing basis, instead of uh, what I call dragging out the heavy equipment and powering through the rubble, which is right. a loose fresh start which is unsustainable because we don't have maintenance habits. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: So the core of my work is to teach people to hit the pause button, return to a certain sensibility of enjoyment in life, appreciation in life, uh, being with other people in life, uh, get off autopilot, start to add maintenance habits, like eliminate the counterproductive habits and add the productive habits, and it just... Gets better from there.
1: So t- uh, tell me a, a little bit about what you mean by uh, the two things: uh, get, uh, the pause button and autopilot.
2: Okay, the pause button is people are on a on a hamster wheel
1: of doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Constantly, that carrot that's out in front uh, keeps them pursuing and in action. Like, i got to get this done, i got to get that done. And, ironically, all the things that we don't do because we don't have time
0: mm-hmm.
2: actually propel us further and more deeply into the point of view that we now can't get more done because we have more to do. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, you're making, you're making me think of a, like a Mobius strip, like this thing that just keeps on growing onto itself, and it's always back at the The beginning never ends, and the end never begins.
2: Yeah, because there's always more to do, and we think we're saving time. Mm-hmm. So it, here's a practical example of it. Um, you you don't do the dishes because you don't have time. Right. You have to go. You have to run out of the house. You can't do the breakfast dishes. You can't even put them mm-hmm. in the dishwasher. And then you come home, and something happens with the kids, or the cat's sick, or something, and you can't do it again. And, mm-hmm. and then you know. But, as you scan your environment, everything that's undone is actually having a negative impact on you. It's taking some of your energy mm-hmm.
0: uh
2: you're saying something negative about yourself to yourself, right and If you take an example like that and and look at all the little pockets of incompletion that we have going on because we've been saying, "I don't have time." By the way, Mm -hmm. in the spirit of trying to save time, so I'm not going to do this because I need to save time to do what? That's where it gets very gray. Mm. Um, But we end up with a lot of undone things around us, which leaves us with a mood of no time because it's not like you're saying, I don't have time to do the dishes, for a lot of people, as they look out in life, they're saying, "I don't have time for anything."
1: I know. <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> I know a lot of people like that who mm-hmm. uh, uh, they they always are in that state of I don't have time for anything I can think of outside of their going to work and going home and doing their their you know, yeah the <laughs> hamster wheel is certainly a good a good yeah
2: uh, so here's uh, In in my courses, which last anywhere from 6 to 12 weeks, uh, and I can't do it in a day, like I probably could construct, uh, do the content in a couple of consecutive days.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: But the difference is, again, between me and mainstream philosophies, is I have people participate in the class over. Six, eight, ten, twelve weeks, and hopefully they'll stay with me for a series like six months.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But uh, because it takes time, that you bring decades of counterproductive habits, right? Of entrenched uh, ways, you know, you're convinced that you don't have time, and it keeps you pursuing things um, in a particular way, stepping over stuff, so that you're in a constant state of not complete, constant state of. There's still too much to do. Here's what I mean by the pause button. You can train yourself to hit the pause button, stop, reflect, look at what you've gotten done, what you haven't gotten done. It's like the sensibility that's missing is an evaluative view, like a qualitative view of what you're actually getting done, is it the most important thing?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Is it the is it what really gives you a feeling of happiness, of satisfaction? Because again, a lot of a lot of people in this in this modality of of the hamster wheel are not satisfied. They're catching up, so mm-hmm. that really puts a lid on satisfaction. It's never enough. Um, so if you can hit the pause button, stop and reflect, it actually helps for a lot of people. That seems completely counterintuitive. It's crazy talk.
1: Stop! Right. You gotta be kidding me. Uh, but I well, guess. I mean, I'm thinking about the, I, finding the time to take uh, your your workshop. Isn't that, isn't that isn't that kind of a conundrum?
2: Oh well, you know, believe me, it's a it's a conundrum for me because my the people who I can be the most benefit to are the people who a yeah feel like they don't have time for it, uh, or b they're resigned about it. Right. You know? I, I can't change, which is why I include as part of my self description. It can be learned. I mean, my 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 people who take the class, they're not any different than anybody who might be listening to this. They, they've got all, uh, the, the entire spectrum. Uh, I've had people who, uh, I, do, I have people in the class do an exercise uh, that I call do the math. So we look at 168 hours in a week, and I have a list of what I say are the non-negotiable activities in life, and some of them are pretty straightforward, like sleeping hmm. and eating. So you can't function without those. Right. Uh, Then there's a couple of other areas, which doesn't include video games or, you know, family reunions. It's really non negotiable, like tending to your children and managing your money and hygiene, that kind of stuff. It's like that's Mm -hmm. the content of my non negotiable list. Right. Map that onto how much time does that take in your week and do the math of the 168 hours in a week how much does that non-negotiable list take? And I've had people who have left over three hours Mm. and left over 60 hours. So, and by the way, the people with the 60 hours left over don't necessarily get more done than the people with the three. Right. So, uh, broad spectrum of people take the classes and, uh, you know, I'm going to say one person misunderstood the content of the class and so was not satisfied, but everybody else is, is really rem- delighted mm-hmm. with how quickly, uh, and, and I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to almost say it's not necessarily my um, process, although it is. Right. But it's mostly that I'm leveraging this incredible capacity of the human brain to learn. hmm if you set it to a particular task, if you if you train your brain to worry, it gets better at worrying. If you train your brain to concentrate, it gets better at concentrating. If you juggle, there's there's um connections that your brain makes between visual acuity and mm-hmm. you know, facial skills. So your brain is always growing and learning.
1: So maybe I should take up juggling.
2: You you know what you should take up is ping pong. Really? It's literally uh, the number one brain trainer. It includes so much, so many skills, uh, overall body skills.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's highly recommended by the woman who wrote this book that I can't remember the title of right now, but Ping Pong, big big for the brain, big huh. for the development.
1: Well, I like Ping Pong, and it takes a lot less uh, effort than tennis, so I'm in.
2: Yeah, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so
1: what and your, you're you're you have you said you have three uh three separate uh modules did I hear that correctly? Over um, 6 I months.
2: Have, yeah, I have a I have a program that I offer for the general public. I just wanted to make sure that I answer the question about the pause button. Uh
1: yeah, I think I got you know what I'm thinking really basically saying take a deep breath and think about what you, you're doing and mm-hmm. you stop and reflect.
2: Yeah, and then there was a little something about autopilot that you wanted to know. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. The autopilot, I we can we can come back to that in a minute. I, I okay. want to, I just want to get the idea of. Uh, I, I'm just trying to get a sense of the structure of how you work. Uh, so you have uh, these classes that last how many weeks did you say? Uh,
2: anywhere from six to eight weeks per module. I have a mm-hmm. uh, a, a core curriculum for mm-hmm. the general public, uh, which is three modules. Um, right. About eight weeks each, and the first module is called uh, Calendars, Checklists, and Errands, Oh My. So it's a little parody of The Wizard of Oz. Yes. Um, and it's really about the mindset. So that is the module in which I start people on the track of developing habits, getting off autopilot, um, really taking, um, I'm not going to say granular, but a pretty close look. like Right. Their, how they spend their time under a microscope, strictly for strictly for the purpose of awareness. You know, starting to embrace some different values, hitting that pause button. Um, and then the second module is about structures. It's called schedule structures and spaces, mm-hmm. and that's really about um, now that you a chance of actually bringing appropriate habits to bear, now we can talk about how to develop filing systems, how to look out at your environment and begin to declutter, but really, for the purpose of getting catching up like once and for all, mhm and giving yourself that blank slate for maintenance.
1: So your system is is definitely not for somebody who wants like an instant fix. This is like for a commitment to really make a transformation. Would that be yeah, accurate?
2: For a sustainable change. Mm-hmm. Instant instant fix is I come to your house and I spend a couple of days and we go through closets and drawers and straighten everything out and uh, you know kind of do the. Dragging the heavy equipment and power right. through the rubble. If you want to be somebody who can have dropping guests at any time, who gets the reports done on time, who uh, you know is is a great entrepreneur, consistently keeping your word, uh, mm-hmm. reliable, somebody who can go out there and volunteer, who's got the time to volunteer in the community and do things you love and take vacations and all that, then this is the course for you because it is. Teaches you how to be self-reliant
1: that mm. way. And, and how, now, what's your your structure? Is it, uh, is this in person? Do you do this? How do you, how do you do your courses?
2: Oh, it's great. It's a, via webinar. Mm-hmm. So people can they just sit in the comfort of their home at the computer, uh, and it's a live webinar. Mm-hmm. So it's interactive. It's about once a week. You know, there's some where there's a couple week break. But it it what's also great about that is compared to a book, a magazine, a television show, it's got this accountability structure built in. So, you know, you're not just out there on your own, you're not gathering more information and sending it up to the warehouse and some of it is a good idea and some of it most of it you forget like that. Right. About um being on the court. Doing the assignments in between the sessions,
0: mm-hmm.
2: learning, coming back, having something to say, listening to the other people, um, finding out what they learned about it, and then um, getting new material and going out there and practicing and coming back. So it's it's fun as well. Um, so it's got this it's got this accountability structure.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, it's easy to use. It's interactive. Uh, you get personal attention from me throughout the program. Um, so, and you know, really, the value of that is for to have a pro- professional organizer come to your home is probably about anywhere from hundred to one hundred and fifty dollars an hour.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you know, and they're they're going to do. I could do I could work wonders at your house, but I'd rather. Work wonders and have and not have to come back. I'd like to make myself obsolete so that you're learning how to do it yourself.
1: You, you would be like uh, Dr. McCoy if you got to my house. You'd be going, you know, damn it, Andrew, I'm an organizer, not a miracle worker.
2: <laughs> oh, listen, Andrew, I've been in homes where I'm thinking to myself, you should blow it up and start over. <laughs> but. Nonetheless, I believe in the human spirit. <laughs>
1: so so hope for everyone. And I can be a bit of a spot everyone. myself.
2: It's, you know, fascinating. Let's get to work.
1: <laughs> mm. So you now, what, what is, what's the distinction between what you're doing for what you say, the, de- the general public, and then for the entrepreneur?
2: Well, great question. Um, the thing about the entrepreneur program is to start with, um, it's not really different. In the the beginning stages of the entrepreneur program, the entrepreneur entrepreneur program is a 12-week program. uh, And entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, small business people, we can't really extract you personally from the commodity. So we do begin with the personal approach. You do begin with all those same principles of getting you back to the one-to-one ratio, which, by the way, is really uh, this amazing thing of getting your to-do list to be a match for available time.
1: Now that would be something.
2: Yes, I know that's crazy talk, mm-hmm. and 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 the thing is, time is pretty scientific. Mm-hmm. Got to do with this with the sun and the Earth rotating around right. it and night and day and you know it's pretty concrete. There's not a lot of malleability there.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So where we really have to look is the to-do list. That's where most people get into trouble. Mm-hmm. So that's again a- another aspect of the work that I do with people in my in all my work in all my modules um, and my and my private clients as well. So. But with entrepreneurs. There's a there's the foundation of personal maintenance habits, and then there's a very precise way to delineate. I call I, I call it the IQ test uh, domains for action. So if you're an entrepreneur, you have you have various. Domains for activities, major domains mm-hmm. of activities in your business, which is administration, <clears throat> finance, marketing, new business development, website and content. What's your actual work product? For me, it's delivery and consulting. Uh, for some people, it's childcare. For some people, it's dog walking. For some people, it's you know coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what's your work product? And then, how are you distributing your time throughout that 168 hours in a week? to each of those. So you want to play to your strengths, but you also may find that you avoid things you're either not good at or don't like to do. And how do we shift your point of view about that? And how do we how do we have you move into a, 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 a routine so that it just gets done? Because Routines, while people fight them and resist them, they are the one thing that will eliminate forgetting, resistance, and drama. My definition of drama is not necessarily a meltdown or making a scene. Drama is, unfortunately, what a lot of people call life. We've come to expect being upset about forgetting something, missing an opportunity, missing an occasion, losing something. Uh there's tension between people, there's broken promises, negative self-assessments. That's all drama in my opinion. And and,
1: and, okay, and whats and what is what what is it that you do about this drama that clears up? Uh, you,
2: get, you get your life, you get your life sorted out. You get yourself I, again, I have people do some exercises that really has them delineate what you've got drama,
0: mm-hmm. what
2: recurring activity would eliminate it. What mm. could you do on a regular basis to prevent losing something? What could you do on a regular basis to prevent getting home from the grocery store and having now 12 jars of mayonnaise and no ketchup? Uh, you know, we call it a grocery list. So right. <laughs> You know, it's just simple yes, stuff. Absolutely. It's not rocket science. Um, so, when it comes to the entrepreneur, we work first on the foundation of personal habits
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, we move into what are the activities that are required overall to have you get, have you have a viable growing business and the the <coughs> excuse me. the entrepreneur program includes uh business plans marketing financials. Uh, what I call the guru corner because there's, I don't know, 3,000 titles on uh, business management and I'm kind of, uh, I'm starting to fancy myself a curator Mm
0: -hmm. of that
2: information and material. I'm I'm like the cliff notes. So I scour books. I mean, I have a huge library of not just um, business books, but organization books on brain science and, um, how to say no and marketing and just lots and lots and lots of material that I've gathered over the decades. Um, I
1: have a very similar uh, bookcase, you might say.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. Mm. So, uh, with the entrepreneurs, I really work with them to do a bit of kaizen about business planning, um, uh, an easier way to have continuous, slow, gradual improvement, an easier way to look at your, what are you selling? How are you talking about it? Um, Mm -hmm. Is it compelling? What is your marketing mix? Um, What are your financial targets? How do you, how are you pricing things? But it all gets worked in over the 12 weeks. Right. And I have to say that generally speaking, the results of my programs sneak up on people.
1: What do you mean by that?
2: You know, it's, it's, You do a little bit of this and a little bit of that and you gather that information and you start to put that into effect and you look at your schedule this way and you do this exercise and then all of a sudden people find themselves like getting more done and Mm. being relaxed
1: and, you know. Look at me, I'm dancing.
2: (laughs) Yes, exactly.
1: Now, uh, one of the things I I, I like to try to find is I I call leveraging my time wherever it's possible. Mm like for example uh, i don't do laundry i haven't done laundry in many many years
0: mm-hmm.
1: unless i'm on vacation at my dad's and i have to do laundry but i i send my laundry out i that, that's time i don't want to spend mm-hmm. so uh what's your your feeling about um especially for entrepreneurs who may have some resources into things like you know staff or help or interns or virtual assistants or something
2: well, I think that there's a there's obviously, for some people, there's financial constraints to what they can delegate for so people who can't afford staff or sending their laundry out. Right. Um, uh, but I don't think there should really be a limit. I think that you can become creative about what you can uh, barter for, you know how, how you can how you can create a community around you. Um, one of the chief things that Jim Collins talks about in Good to Great is um, you got to build the right team. And probably that's the number one flaw with entrepreneurs is they try to be solo artists. Right. Uh, My, Michael Gerber in the E Myth talks about it in terms of uh, are you a technician or a manager or an entrepreneur? Mm-hmm. If you're a technician, you're doing everything. If you're a manager at least you're getting it done through other people. Uh but it it for me I encourage people to start to explore. And people got a million stories about it, or, you know, a hundred reasons why they can't or shouldn't and what they're afraid of and you know, um proprietary information and mm-hmm. things of that nature.
1: Um you, you we, remember the book we all read as a child? Uh, Huckleberry Finn. Yes. And whitewashing the fence. Right. That was the the ultimate uh, uh, delegation of leadership.
2: Well, yeah, you don't have to be, you know, to trick people uh, into doing things. Well, I I
1: I do carry an apple core for these special you know occasions.
2: Yeah, you could be compelling, you know, and and authentic, like it's. Everybody has something to share. Everybody has something to of value. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and sometimes simply asking for help works too. You know, it doesn't have to be barter or monetary. Because, uh, as Anne Frank said, fundamentally, people are good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I agree. I agree that. In fact, one of the things that I talk about in in my modules is is everything that you're getting done does it have to be done by you? Does it have to be done in the way in which you're doing it uh are there are the consequences that you're you know beating the clock about are they real are they internal are they external? Is the scope and severity accurate when's the last time you hit the pause button and checked so I, I think you could tell that a lot of what I have people engage with in the classes is really exploration. Mm-hmm. And in the process of that exploration, boy, the discoveries that people make, the freedom that they get—it's the, incredible what happens if you just if you wake up and you get off autopilot. See, autopilot thinking is a, autopilot is a shortcut to thinking.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Autopilot is almost like a separate entity that comes in and, and points out the inconvenience of doing that thing that you thought was so important this morning. <laughs> and it, it completely disconnects you to the original purpose and value. Right. It's either going to be uh, you'll do it later. Mm-hmm. Watch out. That's a red flag. No time. Super red flag. Uh, can't do everything, so I won't do anything. All or nothing syndrome. Mm. You well, know, it's got a few different faces that autopilot is. Not a lot. It doesn't take a lot, but I'll tell you what the kryptonite is if you want to know the secret. Yes. Question it.
1: I'm sorry, what's that?
2: Question it. Oh,
1: question it.
2: Don't take that first. You put it on the list. Mm -hmm. You said it was important. Right. You started as a yes. It should be a red flag. How come now it's not? Hmm, curious wow, really, I don't have two minutes to do that? I don't have two minutes to make the bed or floss my teeth? Hmm, really? (laughs) And sometimes you might not, but if you don't get in the practice of questioning it, it's just going to run you over every time. That's a counterproductive habit.
1: Wow, this is great.
2: Yeah, everything about... uh, Everything about personal organization boils down to a habit. And I'll give away another piece. Habits can be learned. If you think about a habit that you now either always do Mm -hmm. or always don't do, because they're both the same, habits include what you get done and what you don't get done. You've got a habitual aversion to the things that you don't get done. Right. So starts out, you know, random and occasional activity.
0: Because mm-hmm.
3: at some
2: point you were doing it or you weren't doing it. Uh, so you either randomly and occasionally started doing it or stopped doing it. Experienced a benefit or no consequence. You increase the frequency. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Mm-hmm. you got a habit. That's all it comes down to.
1: Do you believe in that, uh, that that old saying that it takes 21 days to make or break a habit? No, no. Okay. It's
2: nonsense. It is nonsense. Okay. It's utter and complete fluff. You give me six months to a year, you've got a new habit. Dedicated six months mm. to a year. That's why I encourage people to stay... That's why. My core curriculum is six months. My entrepreneur program is two two, three-month programs, six months. It's fantasy to think that you're going to turn decades of habits around in 21 days.
0: Mm.
2: And some people... I'm gonna say some people have done it, but some people have made fifty million dollars in a day in the stock market, some people have lost three hundred pounds in six months, you know, some people. Some people right. win the lottery. <laughs> that some people get hit by lightning. It's kind of that statistic.
1: Right. That's one that has that's a, that's one that always has stuck with me from the earliest mm-hmm. days of I've ever taken any kind of programs or classes. In personal growth, that was one that I, I remember hearing.
2: Well, look, it's an excellent start. 21 mm-hmm. days is a beautiful start. And yeah. if you can do something in a dedicated, committed fashion for 21 days, wow, I'm sure it's going to make a difference because you will have learned something. Right. Uh, something important. Now, some people read a book. Frankly, when I was 16, I read... Or something like that, or I'm okay, you're okay. It yeah. influenced me, it shapes me, it started sure. to direct my actions and speaking in a different mm-hmm. way. So I'm not saying that it can't happen, but I'm when I I'm responding to it in terms of um, you know, let's say, 30 to 50 year old person who is struggling with this either loss of mojo you know they really want to be organized they're interested in it but they're overwhelmed it's work it's kids it's health it's you know school it's all that stuff um you get into a groove that is so ingrained and that's actually bolstered by circumstances around you that it's even harder to break out of um that it's difficult you're gonna, you'll, mm. you'll fly back unless you've really got some, a good game, a good visual display, a good, you know, community around you that's gonna support you. So that's that's what I say about 21 days.
1: Yeah, okay. yeah I would have to say that the support system is always gonna be very important. Whenever you have support around you, it's gonna likely conti- help you to continue whatever it what was you're doing. Especially if people can say, "Hey, I see you're not." Doing what you were doing. What's going on?
2: Yeah. Yep. You know, there's there, there's ways to um, set up, you know, what you could call a committed listener, somebody mm-hmm. who wants to hold you to account, um, so that it's not a reprimand. You know, so that it's right. really like, oh, okay. And, and that's what I that's what I have people do in the classes. It's really. Please. T- you did the assignment. You didn't do the assignment. What? Where did you stop? Because what we're what we're de- actually what we're dealing with is um, this autopilot. So mm-hmm. don't and people have expectations. And it's one of the things I say in the first session of every class is manage your expectations. We all are card carrying members of the I want to be perfect club.
1: <laughs> yep.
2: And, uh, you know, it's it's so not new. William Shakespeare said there is nothing so common as the desire to be, uh, you know, special, as the desire to be remarkable is the example. Mm,
1: remarkable. Mm.
2: Yeah, there's nothing so common as the desire to be remarkable. So, I, I mean, I, I do a whole bunch more work on... Um, like a brief history of evolution and how our brains are put together. And I really cite a lot of references from um, Stanford university does a, does a course on willpower and there's books on procrastination. There's lots and lots of incredibly wonderful scientific studies that show how really simply human it is to be distractible and procrastinate and Mm -hmm. uh, how we make our decisions and so forth. So it's a pretty rich conversation um, in the classes, and I think that it's it draws from from so many areas, and it it's just it's unique. If, if I say so myself, it's
1: it's. And you unique. do. I, I would I would love to hear if you have any really interesting uh, stories, success stories um, that you are able to share. If there's anything that you would really like to regale me with.
2: Um. You know, I, I have a I have many, many people who the, the, the success stories are kind of simplistic. Mm-hmm. but but profound for each and every person. Um someone called me the other day, she was in tears. Oh, do you have a minute? <laughs> I said, Sure. And she said, Oh my God she said, I'm just i I'm 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 keeping to my schedule
0: <laughs>
2: She said, I'm writing things down and she said it's not just it's not just sometimes. I'm just triumphing over autopilot. I, I have the thought, I don't want to, I'm not going to and then I do it anyway and I'm doing all the things that are important to me. I'm exercising, I'm doing my art. I'm, you know, selling my products. I'm out there talking to people and I just, as my schedule says it, I'm doing it. Blah, 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 you know. Wow, that's great. It is great. It is great, you know, and she said, oh, and I don't know if it's some divine intervention and if it's, you know, something, some magic and I said, look, you've done the work. She's been with me for almost a year and so let's let's take the mystery out of it. Why have it be mysterious? That means it's not replicatable. you've right. done the work you've been interested you've been engaged mm-hmm. you, you reviewed module one you re, you know you just you took a break you came back you're in the entrepreneur program you've stayed in the conversation for autopilot maintenance scheduling, and poof it's like working out you know you start out man you don't want to boy it's annoying oh it hurts oh it's you know you're sweating it doesn't feel good you're you're stiff. all that stuff and then at some point you're like wow this is easy wow look at this it's just like that yeah most of the success stories that i have are people who just kept throwing themselves on the rock you know people who just said I can't do it. I don't know what you're talking about. What is this? You know, I have them do domains for action. I have them color-coded. I have them created a template. I have them track what they actually do. And, uh, you know, it's crazy-making. Don't fence me in. I, I can't. <laughs> you know, they go nuts. And uh, they finally get the freedom of having the uh, stuff complete, the stuff that matters. hmm and done, and still time left over. Oh my goodness, shocking! Uh, so, you know, it's mostly been people who have struggled with the structure of it, right? And the learning of and the ingraining of the habit, and to a person, it's just been miraculous for um, what it allows them to get done what they now have time for. Um, you know, Way back uh, last year, I had a woman who was so completely overwhelmed and I just did some schedule work with her and she was able to get everything done she needed to get done and she scheduled four vacations and took them. So it's, perspective is a big piece of the picture
0: mm-hmm.
2: you think you have no time my point is it influences what you will get done and what you won't get done what you don't get done yes what you don't get done I'm just trying to think about the, the simplest way to say it okay Uh what you don't get done leads you feeling that you have even less time.
1: Not a good feeling.
2: Yeah. So if you start out not doing things because you don't have time and then those things pile up. Like I... I, I have a little stick figure cycle that I do in my slideshow, which is, you know, you have counterproductive habits, then you create build-up and pile-ups, which become distractions in themselves, and then you reinforce the need for autopilot, no time, do it later, can't do everything, won't do anything, and that becomes a vicious cycle until you get overwhelmed, tear your hair out, drag out the heavy equipment, power through the rubble, think you have a fresh start, and then you're like, you have a breath of fresh air, so you can like... Oh, I don't have to do anything. So, you know, it just it begins the counterproductive happen yeah.
1: again. So So why don't you uh tell us like what's up next for you.
2: What's up next, you mean in terms of my programs?
1: Yeah, what's going what's going on?
2: Uh well, let me look. I've got I've actually got two programs coming up. In the fall uh by fall, I mean September um if
1: those of you listening in the future September two thousand
2: and twelve yes okay September two thousand and twelve I have a uh module one, which is my general public mm-hmm. um, anybody who's interested in really impacting their uh, personal effectiveness, productivity, satisfaction, and so forth. I have a I have four options and the way it works is this. Um, so I have module one opening on September tenth. But that's I have a Monday at nine p.m, I have a Thursday at noon, a Thursday at six PM, a Saturday at twelve. So people can select one of those. Whatever is most convenient, they register for that, and then that series has six sessions that end sort of towards the end of October. Um, did you want to know pricing or anything like that?
1: Well, if you'd like, if you'd like to talk about that, that's, a, that's a, you're welcome to.
2: Okay. Uh, uh, right now, this current series for the for the public general public uh, module one is two hundred and eighty dollars. Mm-hmm. And I do have a payment plan, which is pretty convenient. Um, and I also have an entrepreneur program opening up on September 11th. And, again, I have a Tuesday at 8.30, a Wednesday at 6, a Saturday at 8 in the morning for those early risers, mm-hmm. those uh, super busy. Now, that is going up. Right now, it's an amazing, amazing $320. dollars mm uh, I mean, it's just incredibly underpriced, and uh, it's going up to still underpriced, but I, I, I want to give people access to it, and I know not every entrepreneur, you know, there's some programs out there that are like fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars
1: 1500
2: a day. Um, wow. Oh, yeah, it's uh, Seth Godin is $1,600 a day for a three-day program. Oh, my goodness. Um, I don't know if he does anything better than I do, frankly. Um so it's gonna go up to four hundred dollars on September first with with a with a generous payment plan which costs a little bit more. But for anybody who's listening to this program and this will be uh going onward in the future, um you can register. I can't I, I don't have a, a I can't do a discount code, but if you register and send me an email that you registered, and say and reference Coach Andrew. I will give you a five percent discount of any price that's uh, that's currently posted.
1: Wow, thank you so much. That's very generous of you. So you're those
2: you're of welcome.
1: you listening uh, uh, at any time uh, who uh, are interested in taking advantage of that, just mention my name, Coach Andrew or Coach's Corner, when you send an email to Kathleen.
2: All right. Well, I, I hope that, i hope that I've shared some useful information.
1: Yes, you have. You've got a lot of useful information. Uh, you're making my mind uh, do all sorts of tricks and jumps right now. Thinking how, uh, how you know where can I go <laughs> to? Uh, I don't mean besides just going to your class. I mean where? Where? What are some of the things I need to start looking at? And the pause button is uh, really attractive to me right now.
2: Yes. Try it out. You'll just find it to be, if 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 people can do, if you can earmark like forty-five minutes to an hour each week, and just make it sacred, and look Mm -hmm. at your schedule and what you want to accomplish, and see, just get complete about the previous week. What didn't you get done? But be a scientist about it. How come? What? do you need to do differently how could you adjust your schedule but should you be making those sales calls at night are you low energy maybe you should be doing it in the morning when you're high energy like that i mean it's really not rocket science Mm -hmm. but if you stop and if you hit the pause button you will be able to think and a big part of the problem today andrew is people don't have the think they don't have the time to think but that's autopilot talking
1: right (laughs) Now do you, um, you have. I know you have a website. Should mm-hmm. I announced before? But I'll let you do it now.
2: Sure. It's uh, www.life.smithu.com. L i f e s m i t h, like crafting your life. LifeSmith, the letter U. dot com, and you'll see information about a uh, little bit more info about me, and a little bit more information and in the full schedule for all the curriculum, as well as testimonials.
1: Do um, you, you have any kind of a newsletter or anything like that?
2: Not at this time, but I will mm-hmm. be opening that up um, shortly. So okay. If you're interested in a newsletter, I don't have a I don't have a email entry site right now. Mm-hmm. But the contact go to the website and contact me and say I'd be interested in a newsletter so that I can capture your email information and I'll be happy to send it to you. Should be out no later than uh, the beginning of October.
1: Wonderful. Yes. Okay, great. So I think we've pretty much covered uh the gamut as they say. Yes. With a gamu, if depending on where you're from.
2: <laughs>
1: no, I'm yes, I'm just done an excellent job. <laughs> <I
2: would say. laughs>
1: yes, an excellent job. Um so I want to thank you very much, Kathleen Day, for being with me for this uh hour. Mm-hmm. And I know that I've learned a lot from you. I'm sure my audience has learned a lot from you and will be learning a lot from you, those who are not listening live at this time, in August of 2012. And so, uh, again, I thank you so very much. And we will be back here next week on Coach's Corner, and I look forward to having another great show. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week. Good night.